scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. You have to kill a lot of people! Welcome to Horrible Takes. This is uh, Brandon here with uh, Nick, John, Hello. and Jesse. It's a horror... How's what? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> How's it going? Are you changing your voice a little? So this is Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my radio voice. <laughs> so uh, we're a horror movie podcast. Um, and this is our first episode. So, yeah. Welcome uh, The movie we're doing today... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the movie we're doing today is uh, I'm Thinking of Anything, uh, written and directed by Charlie Kaufman, starring uh, Jesse Plemons, Jesse Buckley, Tony Collette, David Thewlis. Uh, synopsis is full of misgivings. A young woman travels with her new boyfriend to her parents' secluded farm. Upon arriving, she comes to question everything she thought she knew about him and herself. Um, Go ahead, Brandon. Read what uh, genre is it? Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> Go ahead, read it out. It's a horror. Yeah, so you know what? <laughs> Interesting. So this was a controversial pick for the first movie because uh, some of us thought it might not be classified as horror. Um, that was an understatement, but uh, I mean, that someone was Nick. Did so. you did you guys get any vibe? Well, I guess we'll go into it in a little bit, but but I just want to let you know that the uh, the. Marketing or, or the fact that this Wikipedia read horror was in my head going in. I'll tell you that. Okay. You check Wikipedias before watching movies? Well, oh, yeah. only when we were screenshotting for very bitter and uh, petty debates on a group chat. But otherwise, no. I just, I think it was a, it was a horror because that's how it was defined. Um, there was some horrible, like horror <laughs> things, elements that I felt like with the... Uh, her explaining her emotions at the beginning of the film, the the I'm thinking of ending things. That was an all-consuming feeling that she was feeling. It's true. It's true. So were you guys as thrown and as I, I was? I think that was horrifying. By that title? Yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think the title obviously leads you into what you're... You know, before we even get into it, we should probably just say that there's going to be spoilers, obviously, right? Yeah. I think that's obvious. Well, well it's know. not obvious. I mean, fuck. I, you know. Why would they it be yeah, they, they know. They, uh, now they know. Hey, Spoiler guys, alert. Know. Well, now they know. So uh, <laughs> That was your last chance, uh, just, everybody. J- just, I mean, just to start broadly, I mean, did you guys, did you guys like the movie? <laughs> just generally speaking? Not really. <laughs> Wait, who? John? No. <laughs> okay. I didn't like it. You know, we'll get into why, but okay. So John didn't like it. Jesse, it's okay. It was a little bit confusing. I, I that wasn't the question. That it. wasn't the question at all. <laughs> to, to say I liked it, I, I would be lying. I I did not enjoy the movie. It was a little hard to watch. Okay, fair. Nick, uh, yeah, that was a mission. That was a feat. Uh, so general consensus is you guys to say fuck this movie. It, uh, <laughs> I know you like it. Dude. It was fine. I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't hate it. It was, it was fine. But uh, yeah, I don't know. How many? Did um, you, like, how many guys? How many times did you guys check, like, to see where you were at? How I only checked because I was running out of time, and you guys were bitching. Hurry up! <laughs> hurry up! Oh yeah, just for context, John just <laughs> fucking finished the movie like two minutes before. Yeah, behind the scenes. <laughs> and Nick finished about five minutes finished before we started recording. Still this. earlier than John. 
That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I played a little Dark Souls 2 before I really jumped on here. It's not that popular. Where you at, man? <laughs> so, so obviously, the, the, the only thing that was horror-related in this movie was the dark feeling that she had. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Before what, what before we was... get into that, too. Before we even get into that. are you? Do you guys like Charlie Kaufman generally? Yeah. Okay. What would you guys say is like, I, I enjoyed you guys a, on it? I enjoyed a John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. Yeah, that one's good. Um, yeah, I mean... I think I, I think I've liked all the shit that he's done so far. So like, um, go ahead. What would you say? Like, oh, no, be more sorry. specific. Which one? Um, I don't know. Are you just talking about written by or? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I asked. <laughs> no, like I think everything that I've I've seen. I mean, I've liked being John Malkovich uh, adaptation, Eternal Sunshine. Uh, I mean, this one I still liked it. It's probably not my favorite, but. I mean, I don't think it was bad necessarily. So. Um, well, I I think I have to agree with you. I don't think it was bad. I just think that I didn't enjoy it. It was. I think that's what made it a horror. It was long as fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, okay, it was a little Time bit long. It, I, you know, I did notice it was about two. What was it, about two hours? Two, it was over two hours. hours. Twenty minutes. Two uh, twenty. Yep. Yeah, about forty-two. Long, it was long. Forty-two long. <laughs> yeah. It was about forty minutes too long. Sure, but I think that's what Netflix lets you do. So Charlie Kaufman's going to take advantage of that when he's making his movie, written, directed, it's all his, and Netflix is going to let him do it because he's. Who so he it's is. whether you can, whether you should. The, the different questions, Charlie. Wrap it up, That's tighten true. it up, man. Just because you can. I don't think he cares. It's his oh, project, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Nef- and Netflix gives him the luxury to. But then again, wants. tighten what up? Because that was one of the loosest surreal movies I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah, I think I think I think the genre would be more like. Surrealist horror. If you want to put it in a okay, okay. Still so horror. let's tackle this, right? We all went into this movie it, as a project, pretty much thinking, "How is this a horror?" How did? You, what did you yeah. guys come up with thinking that going in? Uh, I, mean, I, I think was, the surrealist aspects. I thought it was creepy at times, but I still don't think it was sure. a horror. I mean, it was eerie. Like, I, I like the tension too. Like when they're driving in the blizzard. Yeah, I well, felt really the first tense time? during those parts, but all of those parts, like when they're going to the the house and they're leaving it too, it's really tense. So, I, yeah, I'll give it I that. It, but I just didn't feel like it was a horror. I didn't. I agree with Nick. It's it's a, it's a so it's well, a what was it? Was it a rom com? I mean, what the fuck what, would you what put would, it? Yeah, what, what genre would you put it in? I it's mean, like it's uh, sci-fi. No, um, it's like a thriller. It's like um, fuck. Have you guys seen? The game. Don't you with think maybe Michael the Douglas? way that yeah, the movie's great. It's like that. That's what I got out of it. It's kind of like that kind of vibe. Yeah, but the game doesn't have like surrealist elements. There's like, it's like weird. But it's, but it's like it's a not tense like... thriller. It was a tense thriller to me. Yeah, but there's sure, not a, like a fucking twenty minute dance scene. <laughs> like, I did like that part. I did really I did like too. that part. I think I wrote, like... "What is this movie?" <laughs> yeah, I think in my notes more than once I wrote, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> well. They said it in one of the car trips, like how important perception is to reality and what. Yeah. I think that was a really key point to the movie too, was like the per- the perception of the person that you were in their shoes at the time. That's what was going on. Like when we were in the dinner table and she was telling her story, how excited she was, all of a sudden the perception changed to Jake and how angry he was because his mom was embarrassing didn't him. fucking like him when he was a kid or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah and embarrassed him and so he got all angry 
And so the whole the whole mood of the whole situation shifted. Right. And so something like that, I think that that was a key point in the movie too, is how perception changes. Every time she went, she went from one uh, flight of stairs, she kept going down the same flight of stairs, and everything kept changing. The mom was older; she turned to the other room. There was another room. Now she's in the sewing room. It was a lot of weird things that were happening throughout throughout the movie where it was a perception thing. And we kept switching back to the old man in the high school. We haven't talked about him yet. Oh, yeah, the, the janitor, right? Just yeah. back to back to what Praz was saying about, oh, man, there were there were times of tension, right? It had tension. It had uh, yeah. sure. awkwardness uh, and dread. I think dread is what you were talking about. You're sitting there thinking they're going to get in a car accident for like 40 minutes while they're sitting there talking yeah. in a blizzard. I didn't feel that way. I didn't get that vibe I at all. I was anxious to... There was a extreme. part where, like, some lights uh, shined across, across their car, and I could have swore, like, a semi was going to just take them off the road. Like, definitely a semi like drove past them. language is totally conditioned. No, I, I, get, I get you, Nick. I'm pretty right sure. There. Yeah, I was like, I thought, I thought something like that was going to happen. Or at least I was afraid something like that would happen. Yeah, right. I think that was part of the surrealist thing, too, was the, the road, because you never really saw the road. You just saw how snowy it was. You only saw the road at the very beginning when they were on their way to the house. Yeah. Well, she said something, too, about, like, the snow that she is, like, the like she's the snow that's, like, moving. Like, that's, like, to go back to the theme of, like, perception that, you know, she's, that she's, like, being perceived as, like, the weather rather than being the person who's feeling the weather. It's true. And did you see her reaction when she was seen by the janitor? She melted. No. Completely. When she was like, I oh. see you, she was just like, ah, oh, 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 and just like hugged him. Yeah. <laughs> like Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, do we agree that the janitor was Jake? Yeah. Is that, I, I think yeah. there's yeah. only one person. Dude, in literally, this movie. in the. It's Jake the whole time. When or, she goes into the. When she goes into the, uh, the laundry room, uh, the, the basement to do laundry, she pulls out the janitor's shirt. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, am, okay, let me, let's just go straight spoiler <laughs> alert. This is the end of the movie. This was all the janitor's, like, death knell in his head. This was the last ringing remnant that he remembers. Oh, okay. I mean. That girl he brought home that they ended up not being together, but he cared about her the most. Okay. It so you think he's like flashbacking his problems life? with his mom. There's definitely flashbacking. I think he was. Yeah, I think that is, was just what was happening in his mind, and those were the last things that he so, remembers. Okay. Guys, dementia is a huge theme in this, right? It's yeah. Like right. Getting yeah, old, right. and whether you'd want to end yourself before you're suffering it, right? Did you guys get that? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So these flashbacks are like muddled, right? So like. Uh, it's his broken fractal mind already. It's yeah, just... I mean, he's he's naked. He's naked, like following a pig in a hallway. Like he's pretty. He's pretty advanced at that point. He, yeah, he's done. But he is he's the done. pig, like in the hallway. Like if you look at their bodies and like the way yeah. the, the face of the pig looks, it just matches up to like how he looks. And then especially when he like turns around, you like see his ass. <laughs> it just looks like a pig's ass. He has like that. It goes back. Interesting. Like that interesting. Body. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back I to the, that one ass. of the, what they were saying in the car rides. <laughs> what they were saying in the car rides where they were saying like everything is you are what you perceive and you are what you remember and you are like your favorite songs and you are like your favorite movies he was reliving those things in his mind yeah well yeah like when they go to his childhood bedroom and like on his like shelf it's like the videotapes are like labeled things that like would be like memories and shit basically right yeah let me ask you guys this why did we never get a clear definition on her name 
Oh yeah, I was gonna bring that up too. Why? So why did we never get her name? They called her like Lucy, and then at one point he called her like Emmy or something like that. And she's like, yeah. that's not my name. That's not even my nickname. What is? It? Well, because because it was him remembering the girl, but it was so long ago that he doesn't even remember her. Hmm. And there was so many oh, other girls okay. in his life. Those were all the girls calling her phone. It was every other chick. Oh, I didn't put that, that he had dealt with. I think in his life. Oh, that, that interesting. See, I thought the whole thing was from her perspective, and like all these other like personalities were just like facets of her own. But maybe it's from his point of view. So I think you're right about her perspective because he was saying how everyone's perception is what you think of you you are. So his uh, her perception of him, he held at a high regard throughout his whole life, mm-hmm. and that was the chick that hurt him the most. So, I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Because he, that's who he brought Because we project our own feelings onto movies. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Probably too, yeah. right? But, but, but what I'm saying is, I think that's why we got from her point of view, because he held her perception of him yeah. is high, in high regard. Because she, she was a, what was she? She was like some professional, right? She was trying to be something. She was a physicist. Yeah. They she had was, the same like career. But also a waitress. Like, a slightly different. Yeah. yeah, and a painter. But also a waitress. Yeah, and an artist. <laughs> And an artist, she, and a poet. He can't remember. <laughs> it was so long ago. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. And hmm. damn, do we solve explains, it? Solve that explains the. I mean, they have a the picture with with him, his baby picture, and it's her. And she's like, "No, that's yeah. me." What are you talking about? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the same. They're the same person. That's the. Yeah. It's exactly right. Yeah, I think that's like just, exactly yeah, right. just more hints that it's like not more than one person. The first tip off that this was going to be a surreal slog was like when the guy standing old man. A surreal slog. <laughs> yeah, he's he's standing at the window and it's like the old man looking down and then it switches to young Jake before we even meet Jake and then he comes in the car and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, yeah, that was a tip off right there. Like, oh, this is just going to be a. Like, who knows? Yeah, what, I mean, I think one thing. I think one thing I noticed at first was the the swing set. Right. I don't. I don't think I noticed. Did that you either. guys notice the swing set at the very beginning? There was no swing drove, set. Right. What about it? When they drove past, so when they drive past the swing set, it's like all pristine, and they had seen they had like seen it earlier in like a flashback. Oh, okay. And I think that swing set was his swing set at his house. That was the original farm, and he drove by it all the time. Hmm. And so when the when that swing set they drove by with the broken down building i think that's where he grew up what <laughs> yeah i mean i i really got into the movie i mean point in the movie yeah when they drove past oh there the was set, there was already a flat see track. i i, I, it. I only it was remember seeing quick. it once like late in the movie it was pretty quick, and when they drove past it, and she says, "Hey, that was weird. There was a brand new yeah, swing set talk there." And he's like, "Oh, that's not weird." About it in the dialogue, like they point to it as if it's like a big thing, but I didn't see a reference. So, that. I think it was him, his childhood swing set, and that's the farmhouse that he drives by all the time to go to work, and that's actually what he was doing when he's driving. Yeah, him back and forth with her. Uh, yeah, it's he's just driving to work, <laughs> and those are the, those are his mundane things he does throughout his day. And that's why he's going over all the other shit in his mind. Yeah, just like uh, in his Tulsi life. Town and all that. I, I think I think my first yeah. tip off that something wasn't right. Like besides all the like little shit, remember, but like really fucking caught me off guard. It was when like she's telling the story of like how they met, and then she's like, "Yeah, and you know we've been dating, and it's already been like six weeks." 
And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they act like they've been fucking like together for years. And I that like that, that was like the first like, Yeah. Like an old couple. But that's the thing, like I think that was just like that was like the first thought that something was like, you know, off and then it like it's that same like theme that was like throughout the movie of like just the perception of time, of like how we how we perceive time, even though it might not be like accurate mm-hmm. to like, you know, what's actually going on. But uh yeah. But I think that, it's that, again, that's more of like a putting us as the audience into the the freaking loss of time and like madness that is losing your mind to senality, right? Yeah, exactly. and that's the horror of it. Oh yeah, and that's the horror. So what's of more it? horrific like losing, than uh, what is this? losing your mind? So that's 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 horrifying. This is another trend movie where they're just trying to trying to villainize these senior citizens as monsters and, and hey, be afraid of your grandparents. They're, fucking, they're gonna put you in an oven. Oh, come on. Put you in another. What the fuck? <laughs> I think this is part of the podcast we cut out. <laughs> yeah, Nick, we don't need your political thoughts right now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Trying to stick to the Uh-oh. subject here. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that. They, uh, but, uh, if that's I a, think if that's, that's the horror, horror element. It's like, wow, you, you're going to live through. It's it's so cynical. It's like, oh, yeah, you're just you getting old is going to is gonna be horror. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the parents even said it too. Remember, they're like, it sucks getting old. But they didn't seem like too, like, fucking, like, sad, I guess, you know? And, like, maybe that's not even like his parents. Like, maybe that's just, like, another representation of, like, his relationship with somebody or something. I don't know. No, I think that was it his could parents. be how we remember them, too, which is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely. You guys know um, who David Foster Wallace was? Yeah. Did not. I watched, uh, I think John seen that movie, too, The End of the Tour. No, I've never. You told me to watch oh, it like eight yeah, you, times, you read, but I've ignored you every a, single time. Do you seriously recommend a that movie. a lot? It's a good movie. It <laughs> like it's time. a good movie. What the fuck? Um, I've never. I've I'm never just a big it. fan of uh, that guy from the Social Network. What's his name? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. There's a lot of Jessies yeah. in this movie too. Jesse, by the way. I, d- I do like. <laughs> and there's a Jesse in this podcast. Jesse Plemons. Uh, the chick is Jesse Buckley. I guess that's her real name too. Um, then we got Jesse on the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, Happy to be. Oh, here. but yeah, David Foster Wallace. He uh, he like famously like killed himself, right? He's like some yeah, yeah, in Claremont. Great writer. Close oh, wow. oh, hey, wow. shout out, beautiful place, nice town, Claremont. Nice Brother place to kill yourself. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Sponsored by a suicide <laughs> prevention one. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, you shake your hands, stop you from dialing. So, how did he die? How did the old man die? Do you think he just put himself out like the pig? <laughs> the um, old man. Well, did you guys oh, see the janitor? The janitor. After the credits, uh, spoiler. What happened? Get out of here, Nick. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys, didn't Captain see this comes... the Doctor Strange too. <laughs> it's just one of his multiverses. Benny Cumberbatch is coming. Uh, really thought that, that one through, huh, Nick? Did you guys know that movie's a horror movie? Wow. Oh yeah, why don't we? Why don't we? And new you know, too. But Brandon let's take, that publicly. Let's 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 put a pause on this discussion of this movie real quick to talk about a a future prospect maybe. Uh, <laughs> future what the fuck's it called again? Is it New Mutants or Young Mutants? <laughs> new Mutants. The New Mutants. New Mutants. Yeah, man. I I don't I don't think that's a horror movie. That's a that might might be the next pick for some reason. So uh, 
We have to go down to Orange County and watch it in the theater. We're gonna we're gonna put our bodies on the line for the two people. We have to go down to Orange County. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Only Nick's safe there. Uh, Just go record it with your phone, and then I'll watch it that way. Yeah, that's fine. For legal reasons, I cannot agree to that. On the pod. <laughs> oh, I remembered you my call me now. after. Man, it's okay, great. It's okay, bring it back. What's that? Um, yeah, Was that it? After the credits, uh, there's stirring in the, in the car. It says worrying, as if he survived being frozen in the car. Wait, well, what? I didn't watch the end credits. You guys didn't watch the end credits? No. I did. did what was? Oh, okay. Time? So, no, I, I didn't. I, it was like five minutes of credits. I had already sat through like too long. I was going to sit through another fucking five minutes <laughs> of credits. <laughs> I sat through that thing. But yeah, at the very oh. end, basically it signals that he might not be dead. It just says worrying as if the car is starting. Well, oh yeah, that's another thing too. Like one of the themes is like just like a theme of like just being trapped, and like mm-hmm. I don't know because it's always like her that's like being trapped, you know, like whether like they're at his parents' house and she wants yeah. to leave, and like he keeps just like finding reasons to not leave, and then you know when they go to like the school like later on and she wants to like leave, and they talk about you know the baby it's cold outside too being like pretty rapey, which and, is uh, interesting that Kaufman really had to bring that home, like. When it's, you think he's afraid of getting V two'd or something? Like he had to like throw that in there. This is his virtue signaling that uh, he's a he's a good guy. I think he probably did rape her, and that's why he remembers. Maybe her. actually, that's a very interesting interpretation. Because I mean, it's possible. Like she keeps like telling him basically, you know, like that she doesn't want to like be there and like trying to leave, and like he won't let her leave. The last memory he has of her is her telling her she wants to leave and telling her like. Hey, she's her explaining rape to him, mm-hmm. and then the last thing they do together is he kisses her. Really, and that's like the last memory that he has. And then after he's like, "Oh, I have to go throw away these shakes or whatever the." Uh, he had to go confront the gender. Yeah, he had to go, con- yeah, yeah, he had to go like confront himself. Yeah, and that's why he. And that's why I think he probably did rape her, and that's why he probably does remember her at the end, and probably why it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he raped her out after that. Yeah. You hate to see it. Yeah, because you, you you got those rapey vibes at the end when they were hanging out. I mean, he was he all... was really passive aggressive. Like, I, I mean, he showed like you know like the things like like where he's like you know he seems like a chill dude and like the littlest thing like fucking set him off. And like he's obviously like super insecure and shit because like he has like this mother issues where like his mother says like oh he made it this far with no natural talent and like <laughs> you know like oh that means more because you know he's basically fucking useless. So. Good old mommy backhand compliment. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I mean he definitely has like uh you know the qualities of a not very confident man. So I don't know maybe he's, maybe he's a piece of shit. But what did you guys what did you guys think of that? rom-com in the middle of the movie oh yeah yeah so there's like the that was just TV. his favorite movie right yeah so like the meta aspect right where TV. he's like i think yeah. he's like commenting on how movies are shitty it was but like it was how they sw- switched off the uh the, the young girl and, and um and the actress from the movie they would switch oh, off yeah, and, the in, in the car mm-hmm. yeah because i thought like that was weird i didn't really get yeah yeah again it was just the guy's fractal mind and how Everything in his life is just the experiences and how he remembers them. Mm. So he was, that was his favorite movie. So that girl being in his car, he like, he fantasized about that. And that's what his life was, 
was like, oh, one day I could be with somebody like that. One day I could be in a, a romantic situation like that movie. Yeah. But he didn't have that. He only had that rapey chick yeah. back in the day, and it never worked out. Yeah, but, so I think he, that's but why even he, in that movie, like, that, that way the, like, the guy professes his love for her, and she, like, loses her job and stuff, like, he's still, like, that's yeah. still, like, a shitty person. Like, even that guy in that movie still shitty because he, like, I thought that was his, it was, like, his house. need to express his, like, love or feelings is, like, more important than this woman, like, having a fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> And again, that just goes to show, like, the guy wasn't a good guy. Yeah, I think... Jake wasn't think a good guy. we're coming to the consensus yeah, that the guy was a piece of like, shit. thought was good. <laughs> he wasn't that great a guy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, do you, Charlie Kaufman and Robert Zemeckis have, like, beef or something? Like, I don't know. Uh, because he put that the movie was directed by him, right? Like, the fake movie? Like, the shitty movie? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Because that was definitely, like, scathing, being like, look how... It's an idiot box. Like he was just basically like making fun of how things are scripted. I think, I felt like right. Like yeah, the the turns and the dramatics. Like especially like the overly like gushy love story in the beginning, and then it turns into like on a dime. Like oh wow, suspense. Uh, <laughs> it made him feel like an idiot watching it. Right? Like it's like it was like a uh, what is that called? The guilty pleasure kind of look. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what, like, maybe that's what he's, like, trying to say about us, like, watching this movie. Like, we're we're just as fucking, like, stupid just watching this shit that, like, you know, that someone just, like, made. Like, it's no different than watching a fucking stupid rom-com. You know, like, we're we're just, like, here, like, just mindlessly watching this thing. But, yeah. uh... What did you guys think about the girls at Tulsi Town? <laughs> um... What, like, out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, 14 couple sevens uh, i don't know it didn't give out vibes like maybe they were like his past love interests or whatever and like uh yeah i think that's exactly what he was bullied was. He, think, he obviously has some he would always go there yeah obviously mm-hmm. yeah like always like forever <laughs> you could you notice that when he went to that dumpster and threw away all his cups in that one dumpster that's what he did it yeah so often yeah because it was so often uh, dumpster I think that's because that's all he went. He went to school all the time after he became the janitor. That's all he did. That's what his life became. Those chicks were probably like his love interests or whatever at some point, but he was always too shy to like approach them. Yeah. So he just had this like fantasy about those two blondes. I don't think, yeah. I mean, I don't think they were like love interests necessarily. It's more so like chicks that he couldn't like get. And then he's like fucking still bitter over or like at the very least. And then that yeah. And then the one ugly duckling, he probably raped her too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much evidence so, to support this. This slandering this, this, she, 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 Okay, well, I, I, mean, I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. She had the same bruising, she had the same bruising that he had or something like that. Yeah, she at, did. At one point. They had like similar same rash. Oh, yeah, rash. Okay. So maybe it was the same girl. Like he's remembering these shitty experiences that he had and he did. Right, and I think he's she's warning her because they're the same. They had the same experience with Jake. Damn, Jake's just an well, asshole. Maybe it's just, well, yeah, <laughs> it could be it could be rape, but yeah, definitely warning him about like going further in their relationship because she's just like, hey, you could just stop right now, you know. Yeah, you don't have to go. I forward. mean, what happened next? That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. What happened next? Oh, I see. I see. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean guy's a piece of shit so uh if it's if it's all from his perspective though then why is he interrupting her internal monologue like why do we 
Yeah. Care about. Oh, also, yeah. yeah. yeah See, that, that's what weird me. too that she has so much interaction with his parents if it's from his view. And also, at one point, you know, his own mom calls her um, him controlling to her, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing to remember. How would he even know about that? Yeah, see, that's what threw me off. That's why I thought it was, it might be maybe his, like, what he perceives her, like, perspective to, like, Mm -hmm. be, but it's not actually, like, her perspective, because, like, yeah, like, you're right, like, how would he know, like, this is, It's his perspection, perception. (laughs) That was the most sexist, uh, (laughs) movie, like, like. The one, like the female character, we're like saying, "Oh no, he told her how to think, and like she has no agency." <laughs> yeah, and that's perception. the thing. It's like we do think, like at least I thought that she did have like agency until all the times where like she literally can't escape. Like she can't escape. She's fucking trapped everywhere she goes. She's trapped like the whole time. Like in the beginning, she's trapped in the car, you know, in the snowstorm. Once she gets to the house, she's trapped there. Try to leave, she's trapped there. In the school, she's trapped there. It's like she doesn't she doesn't have any agency even though we're like seeing it through her eyes like maybe I don't know but the movie's super meta that's all <laughs> yeah I found it it's an interesting point how she saw uh, the kid picture and then she was like wait that's me yeah because she goes to his room mm-hmm. and the poem she read in the car oh yeah his book is in his Bone journal Dog. or something right yeah, yeah. and then she goes to the basement and the paintings and her too paintings yeah. are out of her phone and now it, they're, they're under his name mm-hmm. yeah and yeah so i thought I'm that was sure. like a betrayal moment but yeah right, it might not be because it's like well yeah it's all him that's <laughs> that sucks it's always it's everybody and yeah. everything is him and yeah him. i mean it's, I, that's what i'm saying i think i mean i like i said i would even argue like even his parents are like just like a part of him like maybe i i don't know but oh my gosh and you know why he wants still wants him to hear his own thoughts through her is because he said it he likes hearing the way that she recites it like the the words are mm. are nice but mm. but the way that That's she true. says it and she did a damn good job of uh reciting poetry for someone who was him and That's han true. about like oh i don't know about performing <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. dead eye <laughs> boom the tears and everything uh, he's a hippin' and all. That's <laughs> true. Um, let's see. I put some, let me see in my notes somewhere. Uh, is the fucking dad Scottish? Like, like is that his? Sounds is definitely the, from the UK. Yeah, is that like his actual like father? If we're like taking it That's literally. That's what I wondered too. I like, how's his dad a Brit, dude? Yeah, like that didn't make sense to me either. Like, and it's not explained. Like, no one even acknowledges that he fucking has an accent. Like, we're all just supposed <laughs> to be like, okay, so like. Well, what are you talking about? Maybe that he was actor an disappeared behind that role. I didn't catch any accent at all. <laughs> Fuck you. Maybe dude. he was an immigrant. The old man, the old guy was old. I the mean, old guy was old. We don't know how. We don't know <laughs> how long. Facts. We don't know how long ago. We don't know how long ago like this was in time, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, fuck. So the guy could have been an immigrant. I mean. I mean, he could he could have been an immigrant and came here last year. I mean, it's sure, sure. <laughs> but I mean, like I mean, like some World War Two shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You probably fought for the wrong side. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. So I thought that was weird. And like no project one, paperclip. Yeah, no one. No one even mentioned it. And like, I don't know. I just. just what do you want? Do you want everyone to Maybe acknowledge not Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> Austrian accent in every movie that he's <laughs> like, wait, wait. Yeah. I you wanted to be like, wait a second, you talk funny. Where are you from? Yeah, What's man. What's going on with that? Hey, slow down that talk there, mister. <laughs> 
I mean, that would have been better than just not acknowledging that it's happening at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, you know, I think they're just really big Harry Potter fans casting, casting wise. <laughs> well, who isn't? I, I thought that scene was cool when they're driving back uh, from the Fahara now. And she starts talking about that movie. And um, she starts talking different and smoking a cigarette out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Right? You yeah. remember that? She goes, yeah, yeah. I thought that was monologue. weird, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Of course you'd think that was she cool, started talking Yeah, different. she started talking different than our normal self. Like an old timer. <laughs> like, like a noir uh, 1920s. Like uh... Kind of like how Miss Holbrook used to talk. You know, like a theater <laughs> thespian. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, people won't get that. But I was gonna say. I don't well, know. I mean, I mean, we'll <laughs> remember his your mind high was gradually getting teacher. worse and worse. No, but I don't know. His mind was gradually getting worse and worse. By the end of it, there was like stand-ins that did an interpretive dance at the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I can understand how her character became like warped, more lucid, and like changing, and like because yeah. he's he really was at the very end of the movie losing his mind. That was the end of his shit. Yeah. That's why he took off his clothes and walked down the hall and who knows where he ended his life or how he did. I just hope that pig, uh, that pig's okay. <laughs> no pigs were harmed. Uh, we're he was at, obviously traumatized by that pig and the maggots. Oh yeah. We're at that 30 minute point. You want to take that break? Um, right. yeah, I think we were just going to roll through it. All right. It should be fine. Yeah, and if it's yeah. not, fuck it. No one will never, no one will ever know. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, the maggots is an interesting like uh, thing to him because it's it's representative of like him like slowly getting eaten alive or like it and you know if if this is an analogy to Alzheimer's you know slowly losing it withering away. Oh You're yeah, still living, See, but death and decay. Little pieces of you, pieces of you are getting chunked out. Just decaying. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. One I I couldn't come up with an analogy like because yeah he said like the pig was like getting eaten inside by like the maggots and like that's how it was like like died or whatever and then like mm-hmm. later on we see like obviously he is the pig so he's getting eaten from the inside by the inside but so once yeah, this movie shifts it into like metaphor and like you're like okay this is I get he's unreliable I can forgive it right. and suspend but in the beginning I was thinking this movie was really fucking hating on rural people and just how stupid they are and. And apparently, how <laughs> shitty of uh, farmers his parents were. So, are you talking specifically about like how the way the parents were portrayed? Yeah, I thought this was actually just kind of like shorthanding Western rural people. Honestly, uh, I see. I see. The way they were so pleased with every little minor accomplishment, and like, like uh, in casual conversation, all of a sudden it became like an education off. You know, still trying to prove that they're like, I don't know, not yeah, being I took mentally it, I took- bullied by the city girl. Yeah, I mean, I took it more as like a representation of like his issue with his parents, like, you know, like being like him. He's like an intellect. Like, there's this whole theme of like him as like the tortured like artist and intellect. And, yeah, like, it's like you know, like nobody like gets him, and his you know he's smarter than his parents, and he just I don't know. And that's like maybe like why he feels like so frustrated all the time. And I don't know. He's fucking yeah. annoying. I don't know. He's annoying. <laughs> You're right. R- relatable. Yeah, Jake was a real dick. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the film. I think, yeah, I think that's so like what would we say at Jake's the character's funeral after this whole movie? It'd be like, dude. <laughs> um I don't I, think anybody shows up to the funeral and I think that's the point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just dying alone. He's just an old janitor who got forgotten and he's rotten away just like his car was left in the parking lot. Yep. The delusions of grandeur like on a stage getting in 
Oh yeah, I didn't. I How wasn't. Sh- that song's from like Oklahoma, right? Too. I I didn't look it up. I just assumed. I think like, so. Yeah. Like, it's I have from- it in my notes. Dude, dude knows his stuff. I think stuff. he probably performed in that. Oklahoma <laughs> fan. He probably performed in that, or wished he performed mm. in it. John's a musical theater expert. Is I'm that pretty Oklahoma? sure he did? Yeah, and he practiced. He practiced in the halls, dancing for it. Yeah. What a great memory that was for him. And I honestly think he probably just fantasized it. He probably wished he had done it, but didn't actually do it. Because again, there was stand-ins. Yeah. Doing the dance. Yeah, because I mean, what and at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. it wasn't actually him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think with the stand-in and stuff, it's just like the whole like movieification of like his memories or whatever is like that's that's right. how he's like. Because obviously, <laughs> like when the like stand-ins come in, they're like really fucking like good looking. <laughs> yeah, he's not a bad looking that's guy. Like, but, yeah, that's his you know. interpretation of his life. Right. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah. I think going back to the point at the beginning where I said I didn't like the movie, it just felt really long and dragged out. I mean, I think the 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 reasoning mm-hmm. was that he had a really big point to make, and he had a really crazy way of like explaining the whole thing. Yeah, but, but he needed to get every single point. I mean, yeah, we just see a, it was a little. Drawn we see out. a movie about like someone with like dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever. I mean, there's only like one direction that could play in, you know. Whereas here, he can like experiment and you know put it out in a bunch of different ways, like a dance number. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, yeah, it's true. I mean, it was definitely like. Uh, free to just switch switch mediums like in the middle there were all these like uh, you know the cartoon section and then you get like this uh, claymation stuff with the car over the ice and and yeah. this eternal sunshine overhead shot of the car literally four times in a row to remind us um, <laughs> yeah that was interesting it, it just sounds like you're struggling to like like admit that you like the movie <laughs> <laughs> I did I like this movie you know what it was? <laughs> if we're just if we're just hearing this guy's unreliable recounting of his life as he's going through the turmoils of of uh, Alzheimer's and losing his mind, I just turned into who cares at a certain point. Like I didn't care about. Really? I mean, I thought there's some Mm-mm. there was some like lulls <laughs> in the movie for sure because it's fucking long. But oh, like, there was a lot of lulls. I was I always laughed. interested. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think personally, if if I if I didn't have to, if I wasn't going to do this podcast, I probably wouldn't have actually watched that. Movie. <laughs> I might have started it, I might have started it, and then got, started watching it. But uh, eventually, I would have. Turned well, okay, but having movie, watched it, being honest, are you glad you like watched having, it? Having watched it, I thought it was interesting, and I, and I get it. But I mean, I don't regret that, watching that's cool. it. But I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't watch, regret watching I'm it. I'm not gonna watch it again. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, Jesse. Yeah. No, that's dude. a good point. It feels like to me that's like it's like a like a David Lynch movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't yeah. watch a David Lynch movie for like a straightforward story about, about something. You watch it to like be like, what the fuck did I just see? And he like start making meaning of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then like, there's just a lot more to do with it than just like say like, oh yeah, like this. You know, there's a beginning, middle, and end. Like this is what happened. And, like, that's what this felt like to me. It didn't feel, like, necessarily as, like, a movie you would watch, like, you know, to, like, wind down or something. But it's, like, something to, like, really dig deep on and, like, really, like, explore. And yes. I feel like it's worth exploring. It's not, like, it's yeah. not. I think it definitely was made to be discussed. It's not something to just mm. to just watch and yep. watch and put away. That's just four guys who know nothing about movies. Perfect. I'm glad for horrible <laughs> takes, fellas. Really pushed yeah. me to get through this movie. <laughs> So you loved it. I'm glad Great. you said our name finally. But I mean, welcome yeah, to the show, everybody. Uh, oh, are we starting? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I mean, 
overall, I, I'd say like I definitely liked it, and I think I think I'd probably watch it again. Um, maybe not like today or tomorrow, but like I'd like to like check it out again, like maybe like a, even I don't know, like a year or something, and then see how it I don't know how it holds up and if my thoughts change on like what's actually happening because. I think on a second watch, you know, you're probably going to get, like, a different interpretation. And, like, on a third, maybe another. But, uh, I don't know. Would you guys watch it again later on? Uh, I no. think... No. <laughs> no from John. <laughs> no from Nick. The only thing is it, it might change as you get old, like, literally get old, because parts of it might become more relatable, I guess, maybe. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, did not care for I it. I might watch it again. I might watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I might do a lot of things i guess <laughs> <laughs> okay how about out of 10 why would you guys rate it out of 10 brandon five out of 10 five i want to go six but i might go five too because i can't a six i would recommend to people i don't know if i can just do that offhandedly with this hmm. i'm going to recommend this movie simply for the fact that i'm doing a podcast on the movie and i like people to listen to this <laughs> so i'm going to be well, there goes this his i'm going to give it his integrity i'm going to give it a seven out of he's 10 sold out to show you how lenient out. i am <laughs> that yeah. shows you how lenient i am i think it's a seven out of ten i think it's something worth watching mm-hmm. i don't necessarily think it's good but it's something that should be discussed amongst it's people. an interesting talking piece i mean at the very least it's I, it's I, that I, I probably, the, so we still have I mean, would you categorize this as horror? What did this do to the genre? Yeah, dude, I, I would because like honestly, like I would categorize something like Eraserhead as a horror. Like I would definitely put that in that same category. And I'd say like there's probably like whereas Razorhead actually has like more like of like actual like monsters, I guess, like it's, horrific yeah. <laughs> depictions. I would say it has like the same like feel, atmosphere. And it has, like, it does have horrific elements, you know? Like, even if it's, like, stuff that's not explicitly shown, like, there's, like, a shot of, like, the dad's toe, and it looks like it's, like, rotting, like, a corpse. Yep. And, like, you know, like, even, like, the, the pig, like, all the pig stuff, like, that stuff's pretty, like, just gross, you know? And, like, it's, I, I would definitely put it as, like, that, like, a surrealist horror. Like, it's not, like, a fucking Freddy movie, but, like, you know, it's, <laughs> I would definitely call it a horror. And I, it's not a fucking rom-com, you know? Like, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I would, I would, I would call it a horror confidently. For sure. Um, your your thoughts on that, John? I don't know. Um, it's, it was creepy at times. Like uh, yeah, like when you see the dead lambs. That that's, that was that was kind of jarring, you know. And I do remember that part where she's going up to the school, and then uh, you just see all those like uh, what are they what do they call them birds. Mm-hmm. Oreo birds. Oh yeah, yeah. In the dumpster, and it's like filled to the brim. That's yeah. pretty creepy too. Yeah, that was fucking. Weird. I mean, I, I guess I see your point that it's not like a traditional uh, horror movie, and I could see its horror elements, but I just I would call it a suspense, like a suspense. I would. <laughs> suspense is like would fucking like John Q with like Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> like that's no, a that's a suspense. thriller. That's yeah. a thriller. <laughs> Come on. I, I like John Q. I like John Q. It's a fine movie. I no problem with John Q. <laughs> I have a problem with you, John Fraslin is who I have a fucking problem with. <laughs> I, think I think it's a horror. It's a horror. Yeah. It's creepy it's at horror. times. Just, creepy just based at times. just based on the fact that uh, the the growing old is horrifying. Yeah. And, they, they and like I, that was their point. That's what that you said, Nick. Point in the movie. Right? They said it multiple like, times. Like like if you watch it like at a later point, it might like ring more true, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like I like yeah, I mean, I like before, you know, Sunrise, you know, I used to like that when I was younger and I was like, oh, that's like 
such a beautiful relationship. And then I like Before Sunset less. And then as I got older, I'm like, well, Before Sunrise is like all fantasy. Like I don't relate to that anymore, you know? <laughs> and like the other shit, like later on in the relationship is more like a relationship. So maybe when we're old and we're getting dementia, we're going to watch this movie again and forget to listen to this podcast. But you, know, <laughs> you, know, you never know. It might, it, might, it might age well. And like I said, I, it feels like one of those movies that it's just like, it only gets better the more you watch it. Like I don't think it would be it would be shittier watching it again. I think it would be better. So, like, even if you, like, said it was, like, a six, I could see it going up to, like, a seven, you know? I think. Yeah. I think a seven is a solid rating. Officially, yeah, I said 5.5. 5. 5. I would not I, I would not give this a six. Down. But, but five, so. I don't know. I think with the whole debate about the horror thing, I think it's a new kind of horror that's out there. I think this is, like, one of the first maybe four examples that we've seen. I call it social horror, like Get Out. Like I sounded like you said a new kind of horror. <laughs> a new kind of horror. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you Any man. kind of horror. Um, but I'm sorry. Like what? Like what did you compare it to? Like social. It's like Get Out. Like it's just like social mm. horror where like, um, just literally the, print. It's like cringe. <sighs> cringe. Like the horrific I, elements. It's because here's the thing. Horror is is supposed to be a visceral reaction, right? And I absolutely had a visceral reaction to this movie. Yeah, you're I a could not physically get through it, <laughs> and it was so cringy and awkward to it. You felt it was cringy? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this okay, is. Okay, where'd you cringe? <laughs> oh man, I have. He's checking the notes. He's, got it in his He's notes. checking the notes. Thirty-six. Oh no, it's just a, bun- at, at it's first, a bunch of drawings of text. <laughs> Uh, timestamp 2821 pretty cringy so far uh, I'm just sitting there waiting for their parents to come down uh, oh I have absolutely related to needing a five minutes before you walk into a house from a long road trip to like mentally transition to a social uh, interaction that you're about did to you get. go into the mentality thinking I'm gonna hate this fucking movie and I just felt the dread I felt it did. I felt you everything definitely I would did. feel hmm so, so he agrees it's a horror. It was social yeah. horror. That's what I'm trying to say. I just feel like it's it's that pressure and yeah. The, you're saying no. like get out like the horror is like in the like societal aspects that it's like pointing out, you know? Absolutely, and defying social norms. Like even on just a, such a critical level, people, you know, that's why people are polite and you know afraid to do things in public. Public speaking, it's for that exact reason, right? You're it's that fear that they're harnessing in this. I don't know. I'm telling you, like this new genre, social horror. Right. Oh, it's hard to get through. So it's just the genre evolving, I think. Absolutely. After how long? How long has horror been a thing? It's like two years. It's an old. It's an old thing, right? What's your What's your favorite horror movie, Brandon? I know. Well, you know, they say one. the first uh, movie was a horror movie, right? Wasn't it the train coming into the station? Yeah, that shit was pretty. Uh, pretty fine. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like uh, and. Everything was all ghosts in the beginning too, with the just like moving pictures. They're like, "Oh shit!" That they're gonna try to depict ghosts. So yeah, horror is pretty essential. Thank you for that history. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm here. This has been Professor really insightful. I, I get cinema now. No details. Class on trains. <laughs> John, any any takes? No. Any horrible takes here. Your any horrible takes? <laughs> Nothing. I think I get, I've said what I had to say. I do. You didn't say much. 
So you said you love John Q and you moved on with your fucking day. <laughs> John Q. He's like, watch that movie. Packed your bags. I cried during that movie, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sad movie, dude. I don't. I won't have you bad mouthing it. Nick said it's a horror <laughs> film. <laughs> social horror. Yeah, social horror. He says. John says he the next horror movie he wants to watch is Speed. <laughs> That's a thriller. See, that's a thriller. I'm <laughs> uh, pretty sure that's a suspense. <laughs> um, I have a favorite line from the uh, from the film that I think just tries to drive home what they're trying to say with senior citizens. It goes, it's despicable how we label people and categorize them and dismiss them. Beautiful. Beautiful brother. Yeah, but... Uh... I don't know. I feel like he's going to get me too sometime soon. But oh, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, you. But uh, yeah, no, man. I mean, I, I liked it. I would watch it again. I, so I'd say like me and Jesse liked it. You guys were kind of like whatever about it. So uh, that's fair. I think. Hey, don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say I liked this shit. What do you want me to put in your mouth? <laughs> well, you're rating it I, a 7 out of 10. You have to like I, it. Yeah, you just said you liked it. <laughs> no, man. I, I just think I think the I think the the point is there. I just think it was drawn out, and I wouldn't have watched it on my own. Yeah. So I can't say I can't sit here and say I like. But you can say thank. I think you. it had a good point to it, and it made a good point. And at the end of the day, I guess I understood it. And okay, thank you, Charlie. It's a good point. I won't put my grandma in a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think maybe he's just afraid but, of getting old. And like he's like, this is like his fucking subtle message to like not discard him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like elderly people have a place, and like. If you if you just forget about him, like this janitor guy, he's gonna lose his shit because he's gonna have like this mundane life where he's just gonna go eat burgers on his way home and after work or wherever, and he's gonna drive himself nuts mopping the floor all day long in the janitorium. It's going crazy. Bill Burrs. He's gonna go crazy. He's gonna walk down the hallway naked and kill himself like a dead old pig. Just like the rest of us. Oh yeah. Well, but uh, well but again, I well mean, said. eh. Okay, Brandon, I like Thank it. You. Seven out <laughs> Thank of ten. Thank you. I'm, you know, I was going to put it at 6.8. You convinced me to put it at a seven. I'm going to say seven out of ten. I mean, I would recommend it to people if they like shit like that. Like I said, it's like really Lynchian. Like, it's just, it's kind of long, you know. You got two hours to like think about like, you know, suicide and shit. Um, you know, check it out for sure. Definitely. Um, or if you hate old people. Um, it's a pretty good one to watch. Um, do you guys anyone? have any other things in your notes that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through. Why do you guys? What do you guys make of him stripping his clothes off and walking into the school? Yeah, I don't know what. How did he do it? How did he die? That's what I'm wondering. Maybe he just went to the back. Are you guys like into the cold? It or is he, is he just hypothermia? Because that's what people do when they oh, yeah. hypothermia. I think. Or do you think there's something deeper to that? No, I think he just lost his mind. Maybe, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because to me, it's just like it's hypothermia. He's freezing in his car. He strips naked. He does maybe crazy. he's like That's what they do. He's like we see like clothes as an identifier throughout the movie. So maybe he's like stripping himself of like his personality or like his like his identity, yeah, his self. You know, because like yeah. that's how we like when we see like the janitor uniform earlier, like in the movie. Then we see it like later, like on him, and like you know. That's who he is. Yeah. That's who he actually is. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's all. And maybe he wanted to... That's what it is. Poet he wanted thing. to be an artist. He wanted to be a poet. But he ended up being a janitor. <laughs> he didn't get the woman that he wanted. So he ends up being a fucking janitor, which is a normal profession. It's fine. I don't know. I like right. this movie again. I, I feel you, brother. And There's nothing wrong with custodians. Yeah, but he feels like he's a tortured like intellect. And he was like supposed to have all this stuff. And like he didn't get it. And like he was this creative type that never got it. And... You know, his mom obviously thinks he doesn't have any talent. And, 
Maybe that's why he's so fucking bitter. And, uh, I don't and know. that's that's why he didn't want to go to the basement because that's where they put all his paintings. Oh shit! Okay, okay, that's interesting. It was just stored it was a away. Reminder of uh, what he didn't do. What he could have been. Yeah. He wasn't. Or just what his mother thought of him. There's nothing down there just to do the laundry. But, but yeah, because talking about his mom so much, um, she mentions that uh, she doesn't subscribe to that Freudian bullshit. Right? Yeah, he yeah, exactly. Defensive about it, it's just sex. But he says uh, it'd be nice to put that on someone. Yeah. So maybe that's exactly right. He's probably just Pro- uh, projecting stuck problems. on what his mom thinks of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. And- and at the end, and at the end, he was the one caring for her the most. Yeah, when he was well, he, feeding her extensively. So, so he was. So he did. He did fester in those feelings, and like, like you said, kind of Freudian way, but he didn't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, even if someone pointed it out to him, he's like, "Fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was very quick to change his mind whenever uh, she challenged him. Anytime she challenged him in the car, he'd be like, oh, I see what you're saying. You're actually right. Something like that. Yeah, but I don't think he was actually, like, like changing his mind and being like, oh, you know, that's a good point. I think he was just trying to get her to, like, shut the fuck up. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, you know, like, so. he just, like, he snaps, you know? Like, right. it's just, like, little things. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Dude, I, I think he was just kind of, like, being, like, whatever, you know? Like, I mean, she doesn't even have a name. Like, she has, like, a bunch of different names. Four like, names. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's pretty wild. Amy, Louisa, Louisa, Lucy, I think, right? Lucy, yeah. Jeff. No, I'm just kidding. It's not Jeff. <laughs> hey, you. That's not even her nickname. <laughs> um, it was only that one time. But, uh, yeah, anyone anyone else got anything to say? Anything else that there is to be said? Anything Nick actually missed? wrote a song about the movie. You want to play it? <laughs> Are you going to play it, Nick? That song you wrote? <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't I know about the like two-minute rap oh, breakdown. Let me get my setup right. <laughs> uh, he's he's freaking the banjo out. Uh, you know that's John. You're gonna beatbox. No. <laughs> All right, ready? Old man, look at my life. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. Um, yeah, man. So this is episode one. We'll see what happens for episode two. I'll probably put out like a poll or something. We'll get like a couple recommendations and see what people want to hear us talk about yeah i would love to hear from everybody find out so i mean this is definitely horror i think that obviously means new mutants is horror but yeah so hopefully we're not doing new mutants i'm not watching i'm not gonna catch covid (laughs) for a fucking marvel movie (laughs) we'll see we'll see hey sneak peek into possibly next week's movie but uh, thanks for coming along for this uh, first episode yeah Yeah, let us know what you guys think too about whether this is horror or not or enter into that debate yeah and uh we apologize in advance we said anything offensive to women or uh anyone else any other marginalized groups but the elderly no i'm just kidding we don't we don't apologize all right midwesterners but uh oh yeah okay well uh see you guys next episode see ya you don't have a catchy outro yep fuck off